Hi everyone, welcome to the A Life of Education podcast. So today we're here with Alawa, who is a yoga teacher and an animal flow instructor. So obviously I wanted to bring you obviously into the, the podcast because I've seen animal flow everywhere, all over Instagram, and it looks so much fun. So we wanted to bring you on board to see what it was about and if you could tell us about it, because it's obviously a new fitness trend that's <coughs> circulating around. Yeah, it is. Hi, um, my name is Alava. Uh, so as you say, I'm a yoga instructor. I'm um, a system instructor, which is a Russian martial art. And um, I recently became a certified animal flow instructor uh, here in Dubai. Uh, so first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very impressed and I'm very happy to see that animal flow is like making uh, its way out of public and uh, through all the social network and uh, uh, like people are really finding this uh, as a new interest in terms of fitness and wellness. Um, so yeah, that's it. So what, what, what do you want me to? Yeah, just tell us. Yeah. How, so do you know? So because I see it on 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 Instagram, and I see people doing it, and it looks looks crazy. It looks abstract, but I can appreciate the, the movement basis behind it. How you move your joints in different directions, the benefits Correct. you're going to get from that neurologically. <coughs> um, it's kind of things where. I, I don't see it as a, you know, it's not going to make me be able to squat more, deadlift more, lift more, but it'll make mm-hmm. me move, make me breathe, give me better control. So it's the kind of thing with the podcast, we just want to expose people to mm-hmm. as many new ideas that they might not All right. understand. It might be something you see on an Instagram page and you flick by it and you, uh, I'm sure a lot of people will discount it straight mm-hmm. away because it's not what they're used to. Mm-hmm. So we just want to learn a, a bit more about it. Like who's it, who's it good for? Who should enroll on it? All right, so let me just introduce the discipline itself. In a nutshell, uh, it's a discipline that has been created by Mike Fitch. Um, it's um, an idea of returning to a quadrupedic form of work uh, out. So we basically want to use hands and foot. Uh, so going back to the ground, either facing the ground, more like a beast, uh, either facing the ceiling, more like a crab form. So this is two of the basic form. The beast is related maybe to a tiger or any panther. So the way we move, we want to start activating the contralateral strengths of the biomechanical strengths of the body. Uh, in other words, we want to uh, relearn how to use the left part of the upper body who are going to work with the right part of the upper body. So left shoulder along with the right hip. So the idea is all about core control. All the form are an activated uh, version when we <coughs> lift the knees away from the ground or the glutes away from the ground. So when we start to flow, until we are not done with the flow, we're not supposed to disactivate. So we're not supposed to drop the knees or drop the glutes, whatever form we are in. Um, so that's for the thing. Uh, now for the, the form itself and the concept, it's a mix, I would say, um, or even better, I would say it's an optimization of uh, yoga, pilati, capoeira. You can even include dance, even street dance. So the idea is to have a, a free mobility and regain a full mobility of the body. Um, along with something which is very important in fitness, brain coordination. So we want to reactivate some, um, let's say, mobility or some things that we had, that we born with, and then we unfortunately and um, uh, like 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 forget with time. See, by staying sitting on the car for a long time or yeah. like in the mm. office, right? Uh, so technically, you have a couple of form. Every form has 
a, a traveling form and every form has a variation. So here we go. You uh, start usually in ape. Uh, in Is that tab. on all fours? Uh, so the beast, you start That's in tabletop, yes, yeah. all four, but then you lift your knees away from the ground. So here's the concept. Basically, we count the, let's say, difficulty or the challenge of the form according to the point of contact with the floor. Less point of contact with the floor you have, more challenging it becomes. So we start, let's say, in beasts, uh, in full, uh, like tabletop, we have six points of contact, hand, both knees, and above foot, right? As long as you start lifting the knees away, you start to develop your bicep femoris and your hip flexor along with the glutes and the core. So the psoas, the iliacs, the periphemoris, everything starts to stay compacted as you have to hold your core. Then you have four points of contact. When you walk, you move simultaneously two limbs. So you rise. Yeah, nice so you, you, you're rising your left hand and your right foot. Then you're traveling and then you drop them. So you go from four points of contact to two points of contact and on and on and on. And this is how you have to keep your form, your spine straight. Technically, when you walk, I don't know if you notice, but tigers, they walk by protracting the shoulder blades. So this is how we want to work. That's why we call it animal flow somehow because uh, it looks like... Uh, and are the, the static poses named after animals and then the traveling obviously yes. tran transgress? Yes, not all of them. We mm -hmm. have beast, crab and apes. Uh, you have also different uh, form. The scorpion, when you actually raise your one of the leg up and you bend your knee, it looks like a scorpion tail. Uh, in this uh, configuration, you have three points of contact with the ground. And the idea, we have this move called on the switch. It's basically when you switch from a form to another by dropping your knees in and by switching your hip. This is what's going to come and articulate um, the move between form and form. So here's the flow. We start in one form and then um, we have to learn the call out. We're usually learning during the class. And we're going to ask you to set your crab then to activate your crab, then right leg on the switch. So from crab, if you bring your right leg on the switch, return into a beast. Then travel forward, then left leg on the switch. Then you have all the variation. And as the variation keep on moving on, we ask you to load your beast, to unload your beast, to go to scorpion reach, full scorpion, bear walk, uh, crocodile barrel. I mean, you have, uh, I don't it's know, maybe so about 50, 50. I'm going to come and try different. it. Of course, you're more than welcome. <laughs> And this is, I think you point something very interesting. It's very fun. It's challenging and very fun. So you ask me what type of profile um, are coming to the class. It's basically good for different type of profiles. Uh, for people who have no a very high fitness level, it's going to rediscover, make them rediscover the, the, um, the biomechanic, how they can engage the muscles to sustain the weight. And also, I'm training uh, some football players, some uh, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu fighters, some people have very high level in fitness, crossfitter, and they're rediscovering also yeah. their weight, yeah, because it's a different approach to biomechanics. And you, you see, when you do a lot of sport, we usually um, emphasize on building strength on the major group of muscles. But the small supportive muscle, the fascia, the tendons, the ligament are usually a little bit left apart. This, because you have to turn like in unless a free direction multi-planner, you have to activate those little supportive muscles. So yeah. this is, um, I, I, we also do it to do some, um, some rehabilitation. If we have some... Um, some athletes who get some injuries and stuff. Oh, I'm just and putting uh, it down yeah. so I can see your face. <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, so yeah I know. I'm yeah, so excited definitely. to talk about this. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's why it's it's very complete. Let me tell you, as a yoga teacher and as um, a martial art instructor since more than 10 years now, when I discover animal flow, I kind of rediscover places where I thought I was good with flexibility as a yoga teacher, actually push your limit a little bit out because you're pushing your brain and your connection with your body out of the box. Yeah. Especially when you travel. Traveling, it's hard. It's very challenging. How did you get into it? What's your background reason? You, you, how did you, well, how did you go down this route and not mm -hmm. sort of parkour or some other kind of? Yeah, no, sure. Uh, so I'm, I'm like, I'm going from a business background. Uh, I just decided at some point that I wanted to go into a wellness industry to just take care of myself in terms of health. Um, so when you say business background, were you in the corporate world? Is that what your yeah, day job was? Yes, I'm actually a fashion designer and had my company in Dubai for about te uh, like 12 years mm -hmm. now. Um, so we were like distributing clothes, uh, and I, I I started yoga since maybe four or five years as a practitioner, and I'm, I'm starting. I started the um, the Russian martial art called Sistema, about uh, 11 years. Yeah. So Sistema, it's very underground. Uh, it's now a little bit booming, but it's we can say it's comparable a little bit to Krav Maga, but with more Russian approach. Okay. It's a discipline, it's very interesting. It's used by the KGB agent to protect themselves, and it's used by the Spesna, so the special Russian um, uh, like forces, like the Communist. So I train very regularly uh, in Pskov, uh, in like Russia, I'm, I'm like I'm training with former uh, uh, special forces of the Spesnas. Uh, my teacher is a KGB uh, like agent, like former KGB agent. So uh, the concept of Sistema, <laughs> it's um, to use. Is it a, is it a kind of a wrestle or is it a striking? Yes, it's it's self defense. So you have to okay. be ready for whatever. Okay. It's a hand to hand, including also weapon. But we leave the weapon for more um, like educational way. Uh, the idea of Sistema, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little bit scary, but it's extremely efficient, extremely fast, and you don't need to train for too long. You don't need to modify your body in order to gain strength to be able to strike deeper. You use what you have already as a tool, so your biomechanics. The concepts uh, are resumed in three words, structure, breathing, and mobility. So it's typically a biomechanical form of combat. And this is how I came to yoga. Paradoxically, because I found my wife is a yoga teacher and I found uh, yoga extremely similar to it. So I always have this interest into biomechanics and how we can be a better version of yourself by going back into some very basic workout, but let's see, improving the mobility of the body, improving the strength of the brain, improving the resistance of the mind. So it's very, um, let's say, a common point that I found in Sistema, in yoga, and recently into animal flow. Yeah. So animal flow, it's kind of making a union of all this <coughs> idea of being um, strong into your mind because you have to hold the pose. And trust me, when you stay two or three minutes with your knees away from the ground, you're just craving to drop them. It's like extremely, extremely challenging, whatever fitness level you are in. Actually, more you have muscle, more it gets difficult because you, you, you will use a lot of calcium, you will develop a lot of lactic acids, right. and it will start to cramp faster. Okay. So it's, it's all this uh, who brought me to Animal Flow. I found it randomly. Um, I was uh, always exploring new type of, of um, disciplines. I get uh, in touch with uh, uh, like Ido Portal. I don't know yeah, if you yeah, heard yeah. about this. Like all the move, remove. Uh, this is going to be my next training, um, and I'm also like interested into uh, still May. So, 
all type of not necessarily innovative because like system is quite old. It's from the 10th century, so right. like it's something old. But the innovative way of using either tool, either your calisthenics or your 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 own body way to work out, this is really the type of fitness that I'm in. And as a result, Animal Flow came to me. I didn't went to it, and it just happening when I was looking for uh, information about it. I just find they had a workshop in Dubai for the first time, like six months ago. I signed in. I did the the training. Training was quite long because you have two or three months to keep on, um, like let's say, training your form, repeating the flow, and you have to send your video to have your accreditation. So it's not that easy. I found it pretty challenging entry, extremely precise. Um, the, the the form are very. You have to stay by the books. The one of the old points of animal flow is to have your own personal challenge into your moves and your flow. But also, it's fun because you connect it with the group. And the idea is that at the end of the class, or even during the class, we want to have a common flow together. We can synchronize it, we can desynchronize it, but you now not just responsible of yourself during your practice, but you're responsible of the flow. If everyone looks to the left, when you look to the right, you have to start again. So yeah. that great bond between the class. Well, when I've seen it on Instagram, it, it's interesting that you referred it to a little bit like a dance yes. because when I've seen these videos, people are moving in synchronicity and it's actually quite lovely to watch. It's and it looks, it looks very challenging at the same time. So very, very lovely and synchronized and flowy and moving. Exactly. It doesn't yeah, look like a, a staggered... It looks like dance. It looks yeah, like dance. it does, Think but like a floor-based dance. And I love when people are on all fours and then and they, they hold, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they go. And those are the sections that reminded me very much of yoga. Um, yes. When you're yes. doing you know, like a coyote or you flip your dog and things like that, they're very, very similar in some respects. Definitely. Yeah, and yeah. the hands and the knees thing, which is a very much a yoga um a yoga thing mm -hmm. you're always on your hands and your knees or you're flowing from Correct, a standing yeah. to a of the, the the move are comparable to yoga the structure i would say is comparable to pilates as pilates you always keep your core engaged this is what we do we never let go the core otherwise the form drops it's comparable to capoeira because of the move and the rhythm and to dance because of the flow so you have to respect the rhythm rhythm usually your breath uh, when everyone excel at the same time, they give you an indication on where you are into your flow. So you have to catch up from the breath and then start listening to the instructor calls out, and it's it's really fun. And the magic with this discipline, I find it because I'm teaching it since maybe a few months now, so it's quite recent. Uh, so I'm still exploring as an instructor. And what I found extremely, extremely uh, special is that at the beginning of the class, when you have new people who never heard about animal flow, sometimes when they come and they believe we're going to do yoga, so they're kind of very surprised, right? So let's say you have 10 students who never heard about it. In 35 or 40 minutes, you bring them together into teaching them and getting them to know 10 to 15 form, and then they're able now to switch one for another synchronizing with all the other students. If you see the, the, the smile of the student at the end of the class and the satisfaction of having something absolutely new coming from scratch and in like 
half an hour, 40 minutes doing something with other people, like yeah. a choreography, it's amazing. It's a great feeling. It's a great satisfaction as a teacher when you, you, you don't let anyone apart. And despite of the different level fitness, you make everyone look at the same direction moving at the same flow, being at the same page, and having the same happiness at the end. So this is what really, really makes me happy uh, in a personal level, yeah. How, is it, how does it differ from the, I don't know if this is a gym, commercial branded animal type thing, but the thing that's, the mm. class that's zoo or sue, mm -hmm. where I think what they'll do is they'll like bear crawl up, bear crawl back, okay. alligator walk up, mm -hmm. alligator back, and it's a way to sort of condition the person, bring in a a impact a low impact cardio but it's more of a class based exercise class get your heart rate up get people moving what you're describing seems like something separate something more like a dance class with with a movement that's just again low impact but but what am i trying to say do you know what this zoo <laughs> did you know have you heard yes, of that zoo yes. class so how yes. would those two differ because you because from knowing nothing about either of them, mm -hmm. I'll kind of like personally, I would maybe flip to Instagram, mm -hmm. see it, and think, oh, I've seen this before. This mm -hmm. is that class. Okay, I would say it's pretty similar, right. uh, except that Animal Flow, it's, I, I, I would say, is the most advanced and the most. A complete set of workouts. Uh, so the dance or the illusion of dance is a part of it, but it's still a fitness workout. Yeah. You can isolate two forms and repeat them like when you load your beast, which is uh, like similar to what you said, and then you unload it. If you repeat it for like 10, 15 times, it's become a definitely workout similar to shoulder press and push-ups. So it's free. You can um, have different approach. You can use it as a pure fitness tool. You can use it at uh, like something more fun to bring the people having a good yeah. time together. Um, I think, you see, at the end of the day, everything is movement, yeah, you see? Yeah, yeah. And we, 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 we cannot move to a 1,000 different way. So it's just the protocol that you use to first make sure that this movement comes together and how you can make sure that people will understand it and be able to repeat. So I would say it's, it's, it's a terms of a protocol mm -hmm. and the use that you make. But basically, yeah, all the, what they call now uh, the primal or the primary workouts, yeah. Uh, are basically the same. Now, see, marketing speaking now, uh, there's a new market for that. Pretty much all the brand, fitness brand, or maybe new uh, newcomer in the market will start to name it different. Maybe zoo, maybe animal, maybe, you see, whatever. At Rhyme. the end of the day, yeah, yeah, it's it's almost the same thing. I would say the same benefit. I choose animal flow because it's really complete and it has a different level of progression I'm level one uh, certified instructor level two it's another set of move you can be master instructor with almost like level three different type of thing so how would they differ what would your how would you upskill yourself to and what would you learn on on uh, the progression yeah you start going uh, you, s you actually start reducing the point of contact with the floor heading to handstand Okay. So uh, the ape that you do in level one, it's a regular traveling ape when you stay a very small amount of time on your hands because uh, your foot will have to jump and travel. When you start get to know your strengths and your balance, then you're going to levitate. You're going to jump to ape and you're going to levitate to ape. So you're going to stay in handstands with your knees against your chest, which is one of the most challenging forms of handstand. 
uh, for some time. So as you evolve, you can also work on the speed of the move and on the um, quality of the form, the discipline of your move. You see, when you start having master instructor training together, having the same pace, it reminds me uh, like Japanese or Chinese army when everyone in one breath look to the left, look yeah. to the right, then they move. So can you imagine that in a very speed way? It's extremely, extremely uh, beautiful to watch and it's really challenging because you have to hold your breath so you start engaging your diaphragm in a deeper way. Um, so I, I would say pretty much this is how you evolve. You can increase the speed, you can change the move and you can start going from a form to another form with not natural connection. You see maybe if you want to go from crab to uh, beast, you go to the under switch. Now you can use the jumping on the switch or the levitate on the switch. So you can stand on the handstand for a few seconds, then drop straight into crab and go back to uh, one of the evolution of the crab. This is one of the things that happens in yoga. As you start to progress, you start to transition almost in a, uh, at first it's like a jump and then it's like you levitate into one pose and into the next and it all starts to come together in that way in a very fluid way but can also be very very challenging exactly too. yeah yeah this is well see one of the common points in terms of the evolution i would say um the difference with yoga and i can see it from inside both it's has to do with functionality um, yoga, when you practice your asana, when you practice your flow, either you do ayangar or ashtanga or hatha, you don't have functionality behind the asana. You have to copy a form. Let's say you're in warrior, the best you can do is hold the warrior for longer, having a better alignment, which is extremely challenging. If you stay in warrior for, uh, I don't know, two minutes, your, your arm will literally drop because you have to start engaging your breath as your muscle wants to stand the weight of your bones anymore. It's very challenging, but it doesn't bring functionality. Animal flow, it brings a meaning behind the workout. So when you walk, you're going to start to engage the muscles because you need those muscles to move yourself forward. It put a function behind the workout. I have an example. I have a lot of students, they're doing a lot of bodybuilding, uh, like gym, let's say. They lift a lot of weight and stuff. If anything happens to them and they have for some reason to stop the, the gym for two or three weeks, they usually lose a lot of mass. It's very hard to maintain because the brain has no purpose to keeping this amount of connective tissue, active connective tissue, who's going to eat a lot of calcium, a lot of protein, for no reason. You see? In animal flow, any muscle that you will start to build, will, you will keep it because the brain understands that you're developing this muscle for a reason. The reason can be to travel or to move on the side or to switch or turn yourself into. So muscles are usually a little bit different mm -hmm. than regular workout and usually keep it. So what kind of physiological changes will you, will you find as a participant in a class? Obviously, you'll improve your ability to do the, the, the movements. But will you see somebody uh, kind of lose weight? Will you see somebody gain muscle? Will you see people's reduction in pain? That's a very interesting uh, like question because now, since I'm, I'm teaching this couple of months, I can see the results on people who keep on coming. What I would say at this point, I uh, can observe and I have actually a feeling that uh, this type of workout, uh, the this type of workout, sorry, will will actually optimize your body in such a way that uh, if you 
it will make you lose the fat that you don't need, that is not required during the flow. Because you need to lighter your body physiologically to be able to jump easier, for example. Sure. You will reinforce your joint, especially the wrist. Wrist mobility, ankle mobility is very important. Toes mobility, so it will prevent your body from getting into injuries. It will definitely uh, build a lot of muscle, but once again, healthy and functional muscle, not necessarily um, in terms of volume, even uh, I believe so. If you see the founder, he has, he has very. He's uh, very lame. He's very lame. He's <laughs> very, very strong. What's the founder's name? Uh, Mike Fitch. Oh, Mike Fitch, you said that earlier. And um, uh, my master instructor, uh, Sasha, he, he, has, he, he looks very fit. And what is amazing, uh, it's like when his muscles are not too much activated, they look very uh, relaxed and healthy. As soon as he starts engaging, you see the triceps multiplying his uh, size by at least two or three. And you can really feel that the metabolism is really in control and the release of calcium goes strategically to the muscle that you need to engage. So yes, you lose weight. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you lose the weight that you need to lose. Yes, you build muscle. And um, you can also modify the flow and have a time of your own practice or private class to emphasize out what type of body you would like to get. If you want to reinforce your chest, you have to do more of this. If you want to reinforce your core, you do uh, the side kick through. In Beast, it's, it's very complete. Uh, so just describe what Beast is, just, just kind of if you beasts, can verbally. It's, it's four point elevated, kneeling, yes. yeah, with your knees elevated. Exactly. So say like a tabletop, four points, with hands on the floor, knees on the floor. Sorry, so you're the pro and I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect, that's good. So, like yeah. so, so you're kneeling, you got your toes and your knees and your hands on the floor and then you lift your knees just off. Correct. All the way up or just? No, one or two inches. Okay. So actually, you have to stay. Sure. Actually, not switch. 90 degrees. That's the that's the thing. Just because this is yeah. like uh, like very important in in terms of biomechanics. You see, uh, the tabletop you squared. You have a 90 degree from knee, hip, shoulder, and and palms, right? In animal flow, we want to bring the knees a little bit closer to the belly button, okay. almost halfway between chest okay. and pelvic floor. When we rise the knees, the angle is more like 70 degree, mm -hmm. and we just want to rise it high enough to just like pass a, a hand just under the knee. Lower you are from the knee, harder it gets. When you start to get tired, you can see all the students, they start lifting the hips up and releasing the pressure on uh, the, the biceps femoris. If you really want to keep your structure, you have to be as low as possible. And it's this like is very challenging. Yeah. You know when you see people do plank on their forearms and they get tired and they lift yeah. their, yes, their hips exactly. up? It's like that, exactly, right? Yes. So then when you were referring to the switch, you mean taking one leg and taking it across the the beast right yes that was let's say you are in work. beast yeah and if you want to um, right leg on the switch the left hip will open the right hip will fall so your right knee will fall under and you will move your left hand and you're gonna come to crab crab is like when you're sitting with your both knee next to you and you're lifting your hips away from the ground so once again you are only on your foot and on your hand it's extremely precise when you travel in crab when you travel forward you have to so always with the same uh, like principle of activating the contralateral limb so you want to lift the right foot and the left hand together and drop them to the floor together the contact with the floor will be different if you uh, travel forward you want to start with your right heel and then push with your toes to push yourself forward so with the hand the hand the finger will start drop first and then your 
palm. If you move back, then you have to drop your toes first and move your heel last to push yourself. So you have to start now with your palms and then open your fingers. So for the flexibility of the fingers, yeah. it's very, very challenging. So you can feel more control you have, less tension you will develop, and more the body will be able to move freely with less pain. So, sorry to digress a little bit, but I'm curious as to what what this is. Can you explain? Yes, of course. Explain to us what this is. So, so I'm just so going to uh, put this down and I'm going to yeah, show people. So, and we'll, just, we'll just describe it for people listening because there's, there's an yes. audio version of this. Let, let me help you. Yes, this is great. You brought with you a, a long mace. With a big, a heavy, long, heavy mace. Yeah. Piece, of, piece of metal carved in. Is that an Inca face? Yes, exactly. Uh, this is an original piece of art from Alex Gray, a very famous American artist, uh, who did a collaboration with Onit, uh, which is the manufacturer of yeah, this piece, right? Uh, I believe it represents um, a Maya or Inca divinity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's called the quad mace because it has four faces. Is it, is it a sign. meter long? Sorry? How, is it about a meter high off the floor there? Uh, not sure. Yeah, I think easily. Maybe, yeah. maybe one meter 30. Waist uh, 20, high anyway. yeah. Sorry, waist high even, a little bit higher. Uh, it was, uh, I mean, the weight is 25 pounds for the head. And yeah, so the question, what is that? I'm carrying this every day now because it's a part of my new training, uh, training which called the steer or the steel mace. Um, it's, it's, once again, it's biomechanical training who wants to use uh, the tools that our grandfather and grandgrandfather were using on everyday basis when they were building a house Hard and stuff. Guys, yeah. Exactly. So we return to using, it's a little bit like, see, when you train, you do the farmer walk, right? So you want to copy what the farmer condition was to carry yeah. all this bike. This is the same thing. So you want to use um, a, a big long stick, which is a mace. So back in the day, they were fighting with the mace or they were using the mace to build stuff. So we use it to develop strengths and most particularly uh, to develop the strengths of the wrist. Because if you curve with this stick, let's say you hold uh, the shaft on your left hand and the uh, mass part on your right hand and you want to curve your biceps. Yeah. The weight of the mass would be on the outside part of your wrist. So your wrist has to be extremely stable. Yeah, we tried it before the podcast yeah. and it yeah. it's heavy. It down by my side. Trying to do a bicep curl, I barely got it, maybe 20 degrees, and then it just decided my wrist, it ju my wrist just didn't have the strength to stay in that neutral position because all that weight is just on the thumb Correct. on the outside. Because what we're looking at for people who are listening again is the weight's all at one end. 25 pounds piece of metal at the end of a, of a meter long stick. I don't think this is, is it metal? Oh yeah, yes, it is. It's heavy metal, yeah. Wow. And this is a Cooper seal on the top. Oh, so it's a beautiful piece of It's really uh, beautiful. Uh, it looks so ancient. I it, it looks ancient. And it's yeah. beautiful. It's surprising. It's, it's, it's much more heavy than I was expecting to lift it. So you can start imagining now kind of rotating around, spinning that around. Exactly. This is separate to Animal Flow. This is, this is separate to Animal Flow. Exactly. This is going to be my next, um, hopefully, certification. I'm preparing for become a certified uh, steel mace. Okay. And this is a part of my training. So this is a pretty do heavy you weight. Like, do you Yes, mm, not this it way. <laughs> Semi-dancey-ish, yes, right? Yes, not, not dancing. You, you, you want to have uh, what they call 360 uh, switch when you hold the mace and then you have to 
like I call it in English, yeah, when you, you swing, the, yeah, yeah, you bring swing it around it, the back of your head, exactly yeah. behind, and then bring it back. I I'm not at the level that I can do but it this with this heavy. yet because this is very heavy. Well, yeah, you, we spoke there's lighter versions. Mm-hmm, so definitely. And this is the heaviest so far. I believe yeah, this is the heaviest uh, for this brand for uh, like on it. I, I think they have a set starting at maybe three pound or five pound and then sure. goes to like. 10, 15. I start with a classic hammer that I went to Elko's to get pretty heavy one. Yeah. Uh, eight uh, That's pound. That's essentially what it is, isn't it? It's like a hammer with all the weights exactly. at one end, like yeah, a sledgehammer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a hammer. And once again, um, why I'm interested into that? Because it has a common point about this functionality, functional workout. Once again, the muscle and the brain are connected to have a functionality. So you will develop strength because you're going to use your strength to do something, not yeah. just lifting dumbbell for months and months and months and if you change the angle from like five degree your wrist completely yeah. collapse and yeah. fall this is extremely powerful so at the moment you're walking around with this and, t- and taking it everywhere as as a conditioning tool is that correct exactly, yeah, so yeah. you're conditioning oh. yourself to carry it around <laughs> <Be careful. laughs> yeah Yes, it's, it's, it's definitely like instead of uh, working out at the gym or doing some CrossFit to uh, develop muscle and strength, I decided to use this um, as an everyday tool. So every morning I doing curves, I'm training to like, like rotate it. There is a lot of different, I mean, uh, you can now check on many websites, on YouTubes, if you just look for steel mace uh, yeah. workout, you have a lot of different flow, a lot of different uh, no, I think, version. I think this is fantastic because people in a, I mean, there was, I can't remember what this story is, but they, they, they started to realize that farmers were getting a certain amount of less uh, injuries mm-hmm. than other people, even though they would lift more weights, and they're not uh, out in the farm. I, I have no idea what the real background is, but out in the back, out in the farms, they're not worried about technique. They're not keeping their back straight. They're not dipping from the hips. They're just picking up the hay bale and they're throwing it. They're just digging the hole and they're throwing it. They're twisting, they're turning their... And they realized that it was because of all the rotations that they were doing and of the, the unilateral work. So if you imagine that head... The weighted part is like the end of a shovel with full of Correct. full of the dirt. Yeah, or a splate. And that swing. Yeah, exactly. that we swing. actually have this move. This is one of yeah. the moves as well. It's one of the most beneficial ones. And, and this is looking back at, at this, the farmers and their injuries. It's one of the most beneficial uh, exercises because it's stuff that we do all day. Whether we're, we're twisting and turning, putting stuff into the car, taking stuff out of the car. It's twisting with that weight and not the barbell evenly balanced or mm-hmm. not the dumbbell Correct. evenly balanced mm-hmm. it's it's that offset of balance and that's where people who go to the gym they push forward and back they pull forward and back and maybe they give you a little bit of sideways stuff. very rarely do they rotate so these things and, and when they do rotate they rotate with a nice even balance and everything's nice and then you go to your whatever your trade is if you're an electrician if you're a, if you're a builder everything is much more one way to side so i think there's a big future in these from injury I prevention i believe so i believe so and because it had a big past as well as you yeah. just explained yeah it it's it's useful. do you know what i like about it it's quite like um it feels like it's got a lot of depth to it like it is. this is yeah. it's a very powerful kind of structural piece yeah. um which has a lot of yeah, depth to it. I was going to ask you: is that yeah. is that anywhere in Dubai? Uh, I don't know. I don't think. Yeah. Yet so I I do. Classes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I do it. I, I have some privates. I know, yeah. I know there's a couple of guys doing a club bell. 
Mm. Club Bell is like almost like Shorter, yeah, yeah. You see like you see this this thing, mm-hmm. and it's in that the shape. The cactus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in that shape as well. It gets, it's not maybe much taller than that. Mm-hmm. Like a bowling skittle, you know those that kind of shape. Oh, for the junglery, they have. Yeah, this also exactly. This, yeah, yeah, things that jugglers shape. will throw. Mm. That's actually heavy, so they got to weigh yes. it at one end. But it's not this kind of mass. It's not this big. It's it's on the same type of workout. Like yeah. also, if uh, uh, like on it is doing the same thing. It has this the club piece, bells. The club yeah. bells. He has uh, um, there is the mace. So it's 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 the same idea. It's actually yeah. using very light. Um, I would say light because you can. I mean, you start with light, of course, and and then surprisingly you light as well. It's really light, yeah. You and think uh, I can uh, squat 100 kilos? It's you take this. It's squatting like, with this is is not easy. It's not easy yeah. because you have to see uh, make sure that you keep your gravity aligned, and when the weight is pulling on your side, you yeah. have to engage your obliques to balance. Yeah. And what is very interesting, you see, uh, I believe um, because you were talking about death. Uh, the depth of, of, of this something very ancient, of very deep. You see, I'd say uh, it is indeed. Um, it was used by the knights. You see, uh, into battlefield, the Russian uh, Cossack or the Bagate um, or the the I don't know the let's say because I'm French. All the European knights uh, they had this the very or the Vikings. Yeah. Vikings had a little shorter was it weapon. A, a club? Axe, yeah, because they were able to throw. Yeah, but the, they were the knights, the yeah. knights, they had extremely heavy um, blades and, and swords. I don't even think anyone can lift it straight like that. I was traveling to Russia and I've been to uh, uh, like Pskov, which is an old uh, like ancient city, and I've weared almost a full. Night uh, chain link armor. Exactly, it, it's incredible. I, <laughs> I was even thinking to create a workout <laughs> out of it because just lifting yourself, you have what, 25 kilos. Um, when the charge, it's sprayed in every centimeters of your biomechanics, so you have to deal with it. And raising the sword, I could not, like, possibly leave the sword more than three or four inches away from my chest. Because I had to sustain the weight yeah. with my deltoids and pec. If I was going just a little bit, I can feel my wrist, everything. And I'm trained. I mean, this is not my first time that I hold a heavy stick. But still, I don't know, maybe 20K, which is yeah, kinda, the weight of this. Yeah. You know it kind of I mean? goes to show that thinking about like the Vikings and thinking about all of... Um, it was so strong. So <laughs> strong. strong. So strong. And like those the people were swinging the sword. Yeah. So out of the, the, yeah, the, 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 holder. the holder, then in one hand turning around. Yeah. I mean, we cannot even lift it. They would put we our society to shame. I well, think they would take a gun out. Yeah, yeah, or technologically, uh, yeah, we just get onto the yeah, internet exactly. drone. Yeah. <laughs> I very often have this conversation about the evolution of uh, the humanity. Now we're good with computer finger. We're getting all soft uh, and squishy. Exactly, yeah. but we we don't we, because we don't need to. Yeah. See, the human being just evolve according to the need. Now we have to understand how iPhone work more than how to dig a hole with a, a spade. Yeah. That's why it's my intention and it's my will to. Uh, Go back into this type of, uh, like, let's say, ancient. See, we cannot even call it works out. It became a works out. It was just activity, yeah. like yeah. farmer's life. daily life. Yeah, of course. And have so a healthy body. Is your intention to start classes or sessions with, with this in Dubai? Definitely. I'm, I'm already starting. Uh, I'm doing a lot of privates. 
uh, we include this, we include this in Sistema, we include this, even in some of the flow, uh, this one obviously is very heavy, but doing um, like animal flow, like movement, with having one hammer on your hand when you yeah, move. Okay. Uh, you see, I like to put everything uh, like together, because the objective, if of course, you see, my motto somehow is to become a better version of yourself, uh, mentally, um, physically, and healthily. You want to connect metabolism, biomechanics, breath, brain control, and anything who can contribute uh, to this uh, goal, I, I'm in. I like it. Especially if it doesn't require a lot of investment. Or equipment. Or equipment. Yeah. I love calisthenics because your body weight, it's your pretty much best tool. Um, how many people, they can lift an extreme... Um, heavy amounts of weight that they cannot plank for 30 seconds. Yeah. They start breaking everything. So what's the point? This is my uh, my understanding. What's the point of having extremely developed, almost inflammated muscle if you cannot, excuse my French, but whip your ass. You see, yeah. if you cannot have the flexibility to turn your hand behind and touch your yeah. shoulder blades and bend without having an injury or yeah. lifting anything with your hand without... And you'll see that in see some of, the, some of the, the biggest bodybuilders. They can't they can't wash themselves. They can't do certain things. Yeah. yeah, I think there are certain things that are essential, like, you know, putting on your socks, like for yeah. a woman, like being able to get your hands behind your back so you can take your bra off, like yeah. things like that. They're, they're important. And when you have, Definitely. like, as you were saying, rigidity doesn't allow you to live a really easy, comfortable, mobile. The also thing as well, this kind of thing is attractive to people who don't like the gym too intimidating they're, mm -hmm. they're or they're sick of the gym they've been working out for years they just need something new definitely a yoga class is not really their thing because of this mm -hmm. because of the idea that people yeah. have the preconception people have about yoga all these new things it's just just come along a couple of friends in a small class definitely get make them feel comfortable yeah and yeah. it's not difficult so but what's happening on a neurological level is the body's moving in all these new positions shoulders mm -hmm. are rotating hips are rotating body is twisting it's and mapping turning. it's yeah. neural mapping you're, you're, you're lighting up your brain in all these new new ways new areas that in itself can give you as much of a post-workout high definitely as running 10k definitely can we try something together? Yeah. Can I ask you just to bring your arm straight away? To the oh side? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just see. Let me go as a social. Just very simple, so but just to uh, feel how we can improve the connection, right? So just try to turn your palm facing the ceiling. Okay, so people, fine. People listening can try and do this in their, in their yeah. cars and in their... <laughs> I'll try to explain. So we've got our arm out to the side. Yes, and now rotate your palms back to the ceiling, but from the other side. So you keep on twisting, now you twist your shoulder completely, right? So now go back to uh, the natural posture when your palm is actually facing the yeah, thumb floor. Yeah. Correct. Now... Do with I mean do it one more time and look at your elbow. So you turn your palm up, the elbow is facing up, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Then you turn and the elbows, the inside of the elbow is facing the ground, correct? Mm -hmm. Here's yeah. the trick now. Come back to the natural straight posture and you're gonna try to rotate your elbow without rotating your hand. Keeping your hands flat. I let you have a try. So the hands yeah, my yeah? elbow is up. Yeah, but keep yeah. rotating, rotate it. Oh. Down now. No, yes, see, without yeah. moving your hand. Yeah, it's so look hard. at my elbow. Yeah, see, my hand is flat, and look, mm -hmm. I'm moving my elbow from the side up yeah. and down without having moving to compromise hand. my yeah. wrist. So what's happening here? I'm turning my wrist and my shoulders on the same 
rotation. I think I'm and getting I'm a little bit out of breath doing that. That's, that's very <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very it's challenging. Basically like, it's basically like keeping your palm facing okay. the floor. Okay, like see if I hold your palm here. Okay, now turn your elbow. It's gonna be extremely easy to do. So keep yeah. on rotating. You see, yeah. as soon as I leave your hand, yeah. not too bad. You're doing this good. A, You're doing is, good. Well, this is a dissociation exercise. Exactly. So from the rehab you want world, to exactly you want to engage wrist and uh, yeah. shoulder together and. Uh, have a counter-rotation yeah. from it. Well, so this it's is that's something that we do a lot in Pilates. So in Pilates, yeah. there's a lot of disassociating, yeah. learning to it's move so one exactly, part yeah. exactly. And, and keep the other part really still and stable. This has to do with the brain control. You, yeah. you need to look for a way to move two joints in the same way and reconnect with the missing joint to be able to control. So uh, this is one of the gains that you have if you do Sistema. For example, if you do Animal Flow, any type of workout will start make you discover your body uh, to the endless possibility. I really believe into uh, energy and into vibration. I believe our cells can do amazing stuff. I believe we're not using our body and maybe our brain to not even 10, 50% of what they actually can do. Uh, traveling to uh, India, having seen different type of um, yogis and gurus. Also in Russia, they have some uh, very old monk. They, they do amazing stuff. And those gymnasts. Man, the Russian gymnasts. gymnasts well. Yeah, this is oh this has my to do with training God. and discipline. Yeah. And it's the Russian gymnasts. They're crazy. <laughs> like, I've seen some videos of some Russian gymnasts and it's like, do you have a spine? Is there right. bones in your body? It's just, it's crazy. So, yeah, I, I really do believe that w when people train themselves and train their bodies and practice something, mm -hmm. the extent that you can take the the skill is just phenomenal. It's mm -hmm. The human body is really a phenomenal like it's incredible. Yeah. The more you do, more you understand exactly. that you don't exactly. know anything and you've been using your body yeah. Yeah. probably wrong for the last uh, 30, 40 years. Yeah, and really what it's capable of doing yeah. and how much people can push themselves yeah, when they really I, try. I, I mean, yeah, using your, it's, it's not really about using your body wrong. It's just not, not understanding how much more options you have. Because mm -hmm. so you, you, you go to the gym and the gyms that people like to join are the ones where they, as soon as they step in the door, they see the machines that they're used to they see the machines that they know, they push, they pull, yeah. they push. They, and it's they a very one-dimensional movement. Yeah, exactly. And they go, okay, this is me. There's a year's membership, and that's a year of their life committed to this to this, this thing, pushing out, pushing up. Yeah, and most, th most of the time it's bilateral, yeah. and it's very, like, Which over one joint. Which is great that person is, like, coming from sedentary to activity, because anything is good. Of course. But then after 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, if if they don't know that there's these kind of things, if the gym doesn't have a multiple option of, of services, they're going to get fed up of that A and B movement that just push, push, pull, pull. Chances are they'll go home and just sit on the couch or they'll try running or they'll try something else that, that it's Definitely. all very useful. Then they get depressed because yeah. now gym looks like something I don't want to go. Exactly. It's yeah. boring and it's beyond the brain. It's actually beyond the feeling because even the muscles by doing the repetition, you get physically exhausted. Yeah. See, the I would say the brain of the muscles, uh, all the connective uh, like tissue, once again, won't understand why they have to do it. Yeah. It has no objective. Well, See, gaining weight, gaining muscle, it's not an objective itself. It's maybe a mean to do something. If you gain muscle, it's to be stronger. Yeah. So what, what is to be stronger? Holding yourself in plank for three, four, five, ten minutes. Okay, you're definitely strong, right? If you just focus on the volume and the look of the muscle, the muscle get inflammated and the brain start to be very depressed in a very deep manner. I have some people they coming, 
see, like like after years of uh, like practice, and 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 they they're not happy. Yeah, they're not happy. So mm -hmm. the body is not happy, and they start developing cramp and acidity. And well, I think see, this is what's interesting is I feel like the human body and the brain and the being itself needs to evolve, yeah. and so at some stage we all need to learn new things, yeah. and we all need to evolve and progress. And that's what's lovely about things like animal flow and things like yeah. the spear thing is that mm -hmm. it gives. <laughs> sorry, I. I don't know if I called it the right mace. thing, but mace. yes, the mace. It, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it gives fine. people the opportunity to to really explore yeah. um, their bodies and explore fitness and explore what their bodies can really do and what they're capable of. Yes, and that's okay. that's so lovely because if someone's been practicing yoga for five years, it's like, okay, well, now I can do yoga on automatic pilot. So I need to learn something new to continue to feel invigorated and to yeah. continue to feel alive and continue to feel like I'm moving in a direction. And I feel like that... That in itself is also like um, happy brain chemicals and, and gets and yeah. assists Hormones. people in in everything. Yeah, in not falling into maybe some slumps that, that some can happen. Yeah, yeah I think that's exactly, that comes back to what I was trying to say about people don't understand how many more options they have because they're just not exposing themselves to this. Do yeah. You know? So it's good. That this is where I think social media actually has a a massive positive impact as yeah. much as it has all of its negatives which people like to talk about mm -hmm. there's a big positive there because you, you're seeing new things you're seeing what's definitely possible. yeah and so i guess in to wrap it up yeah. in saying that um people can actually come and try these things without feeling intimidated so yes. maybe where can people come and try your classes your animal all right, flow classes? i have different classes so the animal flow so far i have three or four class a week um, in uh, the studio called Karma Yoga mm -hmm. in Marina Mall, I mean next to Marina Mall, on the tower next to it, in, at the platform yeah, in sure. Marina, yeah. um, and Urban Yoga mm -hmm. in Business Bay. So yeah. I'm trying to have... Yeah, you uh, spread out. Exactly, yeah. 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 different location to the kind of offering too. Just what's yeah. unique about this and what I wanted to say before is that, yeah, there's only about four people you mentioned in Dubai that are teaching animal flow. Uh, um, I would say certified. Yeah, I think we're not that much. Yeah. I'm not sure, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, I would say it's it's. I know, I know for sure only two certified. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know about the other, but I I, I think we're definitely less than ten. Definitely, okay. I've seen it pretty much in all the Middle East. Yeah. So I don't know how much. So that that's what's something that's really unique about that. So <laughs> um, if people wanted to find you for private sessions or to come and try your classes, where would they connect with you on Instagram? Yeah, Instagram. I think it's the you were talking about new technologies. Yeah, definitely. This is the easiest way now to get what in touch with someone. Oh, my Instagram is Alawa. So A L L A O U A Yoga Sistema. Okay. And from here, you I regularly post some video of animal flow, um, my personal practice, and so the class, so people can see the atmosphere of the class, mm -hmm. the type of flow that we do. I also post some yoga and some sistema uh, stuff, and so for all the all the private, uh, you have all my uh, my information. On, on, on I'm gonna come and try one of your classes and Please, hopefully, yeah, yeah like I also put come it. and try yoga class. I have a different approach. Mm -hmm. You see, the good thing is like mixing up all this new functionality. Even my yoga practice become different. And you were talking about some people who practice yoga for ten years. They put the brain and body in autopilot, and they go into the same and same flow. It doesn't happen in my class. I mm -hmm. make sure that I take them out, out of the comfort zone. Even small detail can change everything. And then they rediscover that they can learn more and they can explore more. Not thanks to me, but thanks to their own practice.
Yeah, that's awesome. really special. Thank you so much for yeah. coming Thank along for today. Me. We appreciate it a, a lot. And uh, bye, guys. Bye. See you.